This podcast is part of the Everyday Heroes Podcast Network, the network for first responders and those who support them. Well, because you guys enjoy the summer series so much, we gave you a little bonus episode. Yeah, because people have such dumbasses. Well, this is coming from the files of if they had just listened to Scissors and Scrubs. If everyone listened to Scissors and Scrubs. None of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. When I was a kid, there used to be um, Woody Woodpecker. Remember Woody Woodpecker? There was a specific episode of Woody Woodpecker. Mm -hmm. And he, something had happened and he should have gone to the police, but he didn't. So the catchphrase to the whole cartoon was, well, if Woody had gone to the police, none of this would have happened. So, my catchphrase is, you just listen to Scissors and Scrubs, none, none of this would have happened. Mm-hmm. So, basically, this little bonus episode is where we're ripping from the headlines yes. of this year things we have spoken about in the past that yes. have happened. And Laura is going to kick it off. Okay. Um, literally, just reading these right from the headlines. Yes, this is just a quick snippet episode, yep. a little, little teaser for you. This is from July 13th, 2021. Um, from the New York Post. Oh, God. Influencer plummets to death while snapping waterfall snuff selfie. What the fuck? A Hong Kong Instagram star. I'm, I'm sorry, what? A Hong Kong Oh, Instagram. I thought you said her name was Hong Hong. No. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, what was her name? She's an Instagram star from Hong Kong. Got it. Now I got it. <laughs> she plummeted to her death after she slipped while snapping a selfie at a waterfall. Um, Sophia Chung was... 32, Not her and three friends embarked on a trip to Hyde Park Lay Park around 11 a.m. Saturday. Um, the influencer had decided to take selfies at the edge of a waterfall at the park's Pineapple Mountain site, which is a local, it's a popular, it's very popular with mm-hmm. hikers at sunset. It must have like beautiful views. She apparently lost her footing and fell into the 16-foot pool below. Oof. Chung's horrified friends promptly called emergency services, who quickly arrived and whisked the woman to the hospital, where she was pronounced dead on arrival. Oh. Um, the she frequently posted pics of herself posing on the edges of steep cliffs, on her Instagram account, where she included the tagline quote, "Life should be fun, not dumb." End quote. Well, hmm. did she realize all of what she was doing was dumb? I don't think so. I think she thought it was fun. Oh, Hong Hong. Very pretty girl. Oh. Um, yeah, but I if she had just listened to these Susan Scrubs Waterfall episode, should know immediately. You can't go near the rocks near the edge because they're wet and slippery. slippery. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're going to plummet to your death. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to kick it off with June 20th, 2021. Okay. 53 year old hiker Michelle Metter of Hudson, Ohio. Mm hmm. She's hiking in the Grand Canyon. She was seen on June 19th looking very disoriented, and she was later found unconscious. Hmm. It's determined that she was hiking in 115 degree temperatures, Mm. and she died from heat exhaustion. Oh, God. Mm. In that same month, a 44-year-old Louisiana man doing the same hike also dies from heat exposure in the Grand Canyon. Yes. So, on my honeymoon, we... So I got married in July. We went out to that area of the country. And um, we were, so we stayed in Sedona for a couple of days. We made our way up the Southwest. And my husband and I decided we're going to hike the Grand Canyon. Mm -hmm. But 
as you would later learn in Sizzles and Scrubs, we consulted the park rangers first. Mm-hmm. And we would, because it's July. Yeah. They would say, if you're going to hike in the Grand Canyon, you have to start at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you have to be out of the canyon by 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to melt. Mm-hmm. Because the temperatures at the rim on top could be a 95 to 100. It's even hotter in the bottom. Ugh. So we started at like, because we weren't doing the whole hike. We probably left at like 7 in the morning. By 10 o'clock, I thought we were going to die. It was yeah. so fucking hot. So she's out in the middle of the day mm. in the bottom of the canyon. Like, what do you think? So as Scissors and Scrubs had said, you want to consult your park rangers. Yeah. Check and you want to let people weather. know where you are. Mm-hmm. There was another article I had about a woman who went hiking on the Appalachian Trail, but it was from 2016, and we weren't around then, so I let her slide. Yeah, she okay. didn't know. She didn't know what this, you were But also, this girl was by herself. Mm-hmm. Never They were by both yourself. by themselves. And check on people. If someone's walking around looking, looking weird, weird, call somebody. Yeah. Call a ranger. Say, hey, there's somebody down here. Like, they yeah. don't look right. Even if you're, if they won't answer you or you're afraid to approach them or something, do and, something. And you know in that area, it's going, like, I know they say it's a dry heat. 115 still is 115? like being inside of an oven. It's, it's like still cooking. 115. Yeah. It's fucking hot. Yeah. All right. Take it away. Oh, I forgot I was next. <laughs> um, this is from the Boston Globe, July 18th, 2021. Um, a 27-year-old woman from Somerville, which is a city right outside of Boston, was killed early Saturday morning in Boston Harbor after the boat she and seven others were aboard struck a navigational marker and sank in the waters off How did I Castle hear this Island. On the news? Oh yeah, this was literally Saturday. I didn't hear this because yeah. I don't watch the news anymore. Janika Julce, J-U-L-C-E, was on a center console bolt boat that struck the metal structure around 3 a.m. 3 a.m. What were they doing out? Hardian. Um the well, I assume I they didn't say that. Um the collision sent the boat's passengers into the water. And touched off a massive hours-long operation to I rescue them. I think I them. remember the rescue. Um, seven other men and women from the boat were pulled from the harbor right after the crash. Five of them were sent to hospitals. Two of them refused to go to a hospital. Um, Julesy's... I know I'm not saying that right. I feel bad. But um, Julesy's body was recovered shortly after 10 a.m. So oh, seven hours shit. later um, by the state police. Um, they're investigating it, obviously. They have to look into everything. Um, but it was really foggy. Mm-hmm. It was 3 a.m. I remember that night. They're on like a little motorboat out in the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Probably have no idea Castle what they're doing. Island, and they couldn't see shit. And there's mm-hmm. this big navigational metal thing yeah. bobbing in the water. The boat, the picture of the boat, gone. the whole front left side of it is gone. gone. You can see the fiberglass shit like on the right side, like completely Wow. Torn out. Um, so I don't know if she hit her head and drowned or just drowned or whatever. But and that, that brings us back to last summer's episodes yes. when we spoke about boating and safeties of boating. Yes. I wonder if any of them have life jackets on. I don't know. I didn't mm, say that. I if there was alcohol involved. I mean, if you, I, again, I'm assuming. I don't know what these people were doing. Assume if you're out on a boat at 3 a.m. not fishing. Well, the only thing... I can think of as why they would be out at 3 a.m. is they were lost and were still lost. Right. Because we, uh, the New England weather has, how shall I put it nicely? Sucked. Yeah. In July. Yeah. Sucked with a big donkey ball. Mm -hmm. Sucked. It's been raining for two weeks. More. It's cold. It's foggy. It's wicked foggy. So, I mean, the other night, 
Brian was coming. He's like, did you see the fog out there? And we live right near the water. I mean, the fog was ridiculous. It was probably that night. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. They but then been... they were also going at a very high rate of speed. So um, you can't see. And you don't go fast. Foggy. Yeah. You have to. You you are puttering. Like, right. Do, 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 well, like he was saying moving. that. I think that's the night he said um, he was w- driving by the beach and he sees two guys going out in kayaks into the fog. No. He's like, what? What the fuck are they doing? No. Why are they out there in the fog right. in a kayak? That doesn't even make any sense. No. So even if you are out there because you just happen to be out there and the fog rolls in, you have to then like turn off your right. engine and just potter along because you can't see shit. You can't see shit. Exactly. It's oh terrifying. God, it's I, awful. The water at night. Oh, terrifying. Terrifies mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Terrifies me. Mm-hmm. I was saying that to him. He's like, why? I'm like, you can't see. What if a fog comes in? I don't know. I don't. I'm afraid of the unknown. Yeah. So it's, I'm terrified. You'll never get me in a boat at night. I well, it. even on the cruise. Oh. Like when you'd go, like, you know, you'd walk, walk somewhere and you'd walk out and you'd be like, it is black. It's fucking black. And we're the only people out here. Like, and imagine there was... being in that water like you fell overboard. No. And you're stuck. No. Yeah. I mean, like to the pit of my stomach fear. Yeah. So I don't have a lot of um, sites, my articles, because what happens is I start reading it. And it doesn't give me enough information, so I click on another one. I click on another one. So they're like from a million different articles because I'm trying to get as much information about what happened. Mm-hmm. So this one was July of 2021. Mm-hmm. Leah Locan is a 65-year-old nurse from California. Mm-hmm. She is overnighting in the town of Ovando, Montana. And she is, she and her girlfriends are on a bicycle trip. Not okay. a... Not a not, not a, a motorcycle. Not a motorcycle. A bike, pedal right. bike. Yep. Mm. So they're all sleeping in separate tents. The three of them all sleeping no. in separate tents. Mm-mm. No. Okay. So around 3 a.m., a 400-pound grizzly bear approaches the camp. Nope. They chase him away. They then remove the food from their tents <gasps> and store it away. Did you hear that correctly? Yes. Then they removed the food from their tent. I'm tents. not a real avid camper, but I know yeah. you don't put your food in your tent. So after they stored the food away after the bear had left and went back to bed, the bear came back, mm-hmm. drags her out of the tent and kills her mm-hmm. before her two friends could get the bear spray to chase it away again. <gasps> the bear had previously in the evening attacked a chicken coop and killed a bunch of chickens. So... Initially, they cannot find this bear. He's seen on police cameras, like, all around. So they staked out the chicken coop the bear had initially attacked. Mm -hmm. The bear came back, and they killed it. So, if you go back two years ago to our first summer series Uh with the Grizzly... Was it first or second? Maybe I say first. I think it was our first. The Grizzly Bear episodes. Mm -hmm. Rule number one is keep the food and humans separate Mm -hmm. at all all times Mm -hmm. you store the food yards away from you you do not wear the clothes you cooked in to bed i had said that before i read the article i said she probably cooked in what she was wearing and the bear came after like well even you had it you had the food with you in your little one person tent you already smell like it like what the they had bear spray so they knew there were bears in the area and the bear already came so to me a, I would never be sleeping. No, again. I'd be in a hotel. B, I'd have the bear spray in my hand. Mm-hmm. So, but how fast did that oh, bear? Listen, let me tell you what, Laura. If a grizzly bear had come into my camp in my little flimsy tent, 
I would not be in that tent anymore. No, I, I wouldn't either. I would never no. have fallen back to sleep. No. I ever. No. That's not even a. It's a, there's like, not even an up yeah. a chance of that. But in just say I was one of these avid camper people, I would definitely yeah. be sleeping with the bear spray yeah. in my hand. Well, and as we've discussed when I talked about the grizzly bear episode. I would have shat myself. Yeah. So I would not be smelling like food anymore by any means. He may have gotten some parasites from me. Yes. But I would sure as hell wouldn't be smelling like food because no. I would have shit myself at yes. the thought the bear was even two seconds. Oh, from. no. Can you imagine hearing the breathing? Can you imagine being woken up to that? No. Can you just imagine those 12-inch no. claws on your face? No. I mean, he must have gouged her open immediately because That's they, they the couldn't attack. even get the spray. Yeah, they couldn't even get to And they were all close by. Yeah. I don't, I, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Another reason not to bike ride. Right. <laughs> Just another reason not to get on a bike. Yeah, don't put your food in nope. tents. Please. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, this article I got from cbc.ca. Um, it is about the sudden death of the Blue Jackets goalie, Matisse. I'm also not going to be able to say this poor man's name right. Kivleniak's. He was a goalie for the Blue Jackets, like I just said. He travels to Michigan with his teammate and close friend, Elvis. Did he get bitten by larvae? Merslickens. <laughs> Merslickens. They're, they're traveling to Michigan for the wedding of the daughter of Columbus Blue Jackets goaltender coach, Manny Lagasse, or Lagasse mm-hmm. here. And a 4th of July celebration. So she's getting married on 4th of July weekend. Oh. They go to the See, wedding. I don't it's know what her. happened, and I can tell you what happened. Mat- it's Mat- I'm going to call him Matisse because I cannot say his last name. Mat- this this man, Manny, was his goaltender coach since he went got to the pros in 2017. Very close with him. Mm-hmm. He's going to his daughter's wedding. The um, festive weekend ended in tragedy on oh. Sunday night, July 4th. When the 24-year-old goaltender, who was from Latvia, um, was killed in a freak fireworks accident at this man Lagasse's home in Michigan, which is a the town is a northern suburb of Detroit. He was fatally injured when he was hit in the chest with a firework that had tipped. So they were lighting off fireworks at this wedding mm-hmm. celebration, whatever. It tipped. They saw it tip. He was in a hot tub. He's trying to get out of the hot tub because they know this thing is aiming towards it oh. now. Hits him square in the chest. <gasps> oh. Kills him. Um. The, at first, they were saying the goaltender fell during a firework accident and hit his head. Oh, and no. that's what killed him. No. It hit him square in the chest. I'm sure it probably yeah. pushed him out of the hot tub. Well, maybe he even staggered somehow right. out of the hot tub. But... The fireworks to the chest is what killed him, not hitting his head out of the pool. Um, not exiting that hot tub. They're all sitting there. They're at a party. The poor kid is a 24-year-old goalie in the oh. NHL. He was like, he's like the third string goalie, but they're trading like the top mm-hmm. two. So he's going to be like the it. guy. 24 years old. Done. Done. Just just sitting in the wrong place at the wrong time, but fireworks are dangerous. And they, they must, it must, it was like a mortar shell. You mean to tell me the guy didn't have the money to have professionals do his fireworks? They didn't say, they're investigating. They didn't say it might have been professionals. It's just that the, the 
the metal tube that we I yeah. talked about in the old episode, it just tipped for whatever reason. The tube oh. tipped and they, I don't know if one had already gone off yeah. towards that area or they said it's, but he was trying to get out of the it's just so hot tub. fucking dangerous. So dangerous. Do not use, don't use fireworks. Just, and just, definitely don't use big fireworks in your yard with these people. Right. That should Leave be it to on a barge out in the middle outside. of a lake or yep. something, you know? Like, God damn. Yep. Well, my husband and I have been talking about this one all summer because there's so many drownings so many. this year. So many. And it's usually will say, oh, it's summertime. Kids are going to start falling out of the windows because the screens mm-hmm. never they, last. Yeah. The kids are la- they, but no, this year it's been drownings. It's yeah. been a ridiculous amount of drownings. As of July 2nd in 2021, we have Massachusetts has seen 47 drownings in one year. 18 happened just the month of May. Uh, two cousins were... This, I'm just going to go over a couple of the mm-hmm. drownings that happened. I uh, have two cousins drowned, skipping stones at a lake in Brockton. Mm-hmm. Neither knew how to swim, and one died trying to save the other. Mm-hmm. A few days later, a 19-year-old dies after jumping from a rope swing into a Framingham pond. Mm-hmm. June 4th, Worcester police officer dies trying to rescue a teenage boy. He and the boy died after he had already saved two of the other kids yeah. who were drowning. Rhode Island sees a 10-year-old drown after being swept off a sandbar. Oh, jeez, I didn't a hear A bystander that dies trying to save her. The same day, a boy drowns in Bedford, New Hampshire, after swinging from a rope swing into a pond. A few days later, a 60-year-old man in Shrewsbury drowns in his pool. Mm -hmm. And the next day, a 19-year-old drowns in a pond in Hyde Park. That's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, you've got the girl who drowned after her boat hits the thing. It's just been a a million of them. So they can't really decide why they think this year the increase it's like a 50 percent increase it's a ridiculous number they're thinking COVID had something to do with it people haven't been taking swimming lessons yada 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 um all the drownings led to massachusetts is putting this massive um effort forward to get people free swimming lessons mm-hmm. you can go to the y's you can go to different places and they're giving free swimming lessons they're raising the pay for lifeguards hoping to get more qualified lifeguards Mm -hmm. one of the things they're saying again new england's water is very cold cold. especially in june and july Mm -hmm. and this year in may and june we had heat waves Mm -hmm. so because it's hot people are going on the water but the water is still 50 degrees Mm -hmm. so they're saying you got to be very careful and you have to remember the water is still cold Mm -hmm. our water will not begin to heat up till the air stops to cool off so right right about october when it's the warmest when you're not going to go in anyway um, they're saying, you know, when you go into these cold waters, hypothermia sets in really quick and it cramps you up and it disorients you, which mm-hmm. can help cause drowning. Um, so, and they're also saying if you see somebody drowning, unless you are a certified life, um, not even certified, a very experienced lifeguard, do not go in yourself and try to save them. Mm-hmm. Throw them a rope, throw them a stick. Offer them something to hold on to. But if you try to go in and save somebody who's drowning, they're going to cling on to you and they're going to take you with them. So they're saying toss them any kind of an aid, but do not go in. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we actually talk about drowning. I don't know that we do. But we do talk about a lot of people drowning. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, It's been brought up several um, times. Maybe next summer we could talk about official drowning, but it's very depressing. That's awful. And scary altogether. And um, I mean, I don't know. We talk about boating accidents and people drowning. Yeah. We talk about all 
jumping off of swings like mm-hmm. it's the same as jumping off of anything you don't know how deep it is you don't know what you're gonna hit you're gonna mm-hmm. hit the water wrong what rope swings are tough because it's always on a tree yeah and you have to climb up the bank and the bank is always muddy and slippery mm-hmm. so when you go to slip you think yep. you're gonna grab at the white ring you slip and you fall and you crack your head mm-hmm. or you don't make the the landing they're not easy no. to do no they by aren't. any means like they look really they're not very easy no so um yeah that's our little bonus episode very cheery and yes, happy. Yes, very cheery. So at the tail end of this episode, Laura, I want to talk Dr. Death. Okay, I haven't seen Slamming it yet. Slamming my book down on purpose. Uh-uh. So I started watching it last night. Well, obviously by the time you guys get this episode, it's a couple of weeks after they premiered it. But for us, it's the next day. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching it. Where do I begin, Laura? Where do I begin? Mm-hmm. Do I begin with the asshole way he talks to nurses and they respond? That if anybody talked to you and I like this... We it would never happen. No. Have you prepped my OR? Uh, Has a doctor ever said that? No. In all of you, have you prepped my OR? Have you prepped my OR? I'm prepping you OR now. I'm like, we don't talk like that. No. I'm, like, I'm like, my husband's probably getting tired of watching. I'm like, we don't do that. We don't talk like that. So, Christopher Dunch, why are we not doing an episode on Doctor Death? Because it's been done to death. Well, there's like a podcast. There's a, a podcast. There's so many things on it. It's like it's been done to death. Um. Dirty John is the one that did Betty Broderick. I have yes. to watch that one. Okay. So he's in the OR. And, you know, one of the patients, he put, he fucked it up. And they yell, you know, they're kind of questioning him. And he gets mad. And he pulls his gloves off. Single gloved. And he throws them on the mayo. Huh. And walks out of the room and says, now you close. <gasps> Who's going to fucking Who? close? Me? There's no resident. It's the scrub. And the, the circulate. Who's closing? Yeah. And you and just they, contaminated the whole setup. And they do nothing about it. And they that. do nothing about it. Then they flash to Christian Slater, who's the best part of the whole series. I fucking love you, Christian Slater. He's doing such a great job, and he's almost identical to a surgeon we worked with. Like, he acts like him, looks he like him. definitely. I know. Yeah. Even the voice, he could do. He yeah. could do it. So they're showing you the OR scene, and, you know, he's you're meeting him for the first time, and he's got his cloth scrub cap on. He's no. Dr. Death. No. Oh. Do you remember in Dr. Death, there's two doctors that bring him down? Yes. He's one of the doctors. Oh, okay. okay. So he is the guy who plays Dr. Death. I've seen him in other stuff. Dr. Death is a doctor that was a neurosurgeon and he yes. fucked up a lot of people's spines because he, he didn't know what he was doing. He killed them. He paralyzed them. Awful. Yes. And a, they let it, it go for too long. One of the best podcasts. It's very and good. If you've watched the show, it's going to ruin the... The podcast is better. It's more precise. It's the real people. It's, it's just better. It's more um, cohesive the way it's mm-hmm. told. Because Brian's getting frustrated. He has not listened to the podcast. He's watching this with me. It's going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. The podcast just takes you chronologically yeah. almost how it happened. So um, so Christian Slater's got his little scrub cap on. Cloth. Mm-hmm. Everybody else in the OR is wearing cloth scrub caps with regular disposable ones over them. Now I get AORN must have stepped in and said we don't wear. Fine. Why isn't he wearing one? Right. It doesn't make any sense. No. Okay. Why is he special? Why is he special? I don't know. Huh. Fast forward. Circulating nurse. There's the sterile table. She takes the coffin, the kit pan. So when you, if you're not in an OR nurse, you <laughs> sterile most in- of you yeah. aren't. Sterile instruments are kept in what they call a coffin. It's a metal, unsterile container you put on the shelves. Mm-hmm. He takes the unsterile container and just pops it onto the sterile table. I don't know who's going to open that or where those instruments are going to go. I need, we need to break into Hollywood. Why is there no 
Buddy. If you are making a medical show, please call us. Yeah. We'll tell you. We'll what tell you exactly how you should be. Yes. The OR is so dark they can't see shit. Yeah. The way he rips his gown off with his filthy, nasty hands that he's now taking his gloves off and containing his wear, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They make the circulating nurse look like a douche. Yeah. And give this guy way more, like, this circulating nurse, when you listen to the podcast, the hands are tied, okay? So, the way they play the scene of um, one of the patients, he puts a screw through her for devil artery, mm-hmm. and she's exsanguinating on the table. And they make it sound like everybody's going to listen to him. If you and I saw a patient exsanguinating in a case that it shouldn't happen, we'd have said something. Let alone the anesthesia would have said to him, stop. Yeah. Whatever you're doing, stop mm-hmm. and fix it. You and I would have been like, do you want me to call vascular? Yeah. I want to get I'm vascular calling. down. I'm, calling I'm bringing him down. Which they do say like, but it's the anesthesia that's like, do you want me to call vascular? We would have been all over that. Yeah. I mean, it's pooling on the floor and you're doing a back. We would have been like, no, no, this isn't right. Let's call the anesthesia. Yeah. So in the podcast, the nurse did try, but he also makes it sound like the nurse is telling him the screws in the wrong place. I don't know about you, but I don't read x-rays very well. I don't read MRIs very well. Mm. I don't know whether the screw's in the right place. I mean, unless it's blatantly not in the right place. I'm not right. going to look at the surgeon and be like, you've put the screw in the wrong place. Like, you're just not going to do that. So right. anyway, I'm two episodes in and I want to punch everybody in the face. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't, I can't wait to watch this. stand it. Just, if you're going to do it, there's a million of us out there. Literally millions. And they're all lot in Cedar Sinai in LA. Grab an OR nurse. She'll tell you the right way to make it do it. Yeah. And, and there's no dramatic effect about making it look stupid. And it's not like it's going to cost you a lot more money to take the actual tray out of the coffin right. and put that and on the table. Oh, do a real setup. Right. I'll set it up for you. I'll come in and set up the whole Yeah. Room. I'll set up the table. I'll even be in it for you. Yeah. Hey. I'll be the circulator. Yeah. I'll make her look like a star. Yeah. So then fast forward to I started watching Virgin River. Oh, Have you watched that yet? Yes. I I've watched the first two seasons. The third season, I'm on like the second episode. Oh, you and didn't I... tell me there were seasons to this shit. Yeah. Ugh. She's irritate me three episodes in. But you're on the third season? No, I'm on season one, maybe. Oh, and the, a new one just came out, so you might be watching that one. I'm watching it when she's in the town. Yeah, she's in the town the whole time. <laughs> she just got there. Oh, okay. So maybe She's that just one. got there. Okay. And you're just learning about what happened with her baby. Okay. Is that season one? I don't know because the first episode goes into that again in this season, new season. This was, no, this is she's got she's just come into town. She's just meeting the doctor. Oh, okay. She got in the car accident. Then that's the first okay. season. And she's a nurse practitioner. Yes. Oh my god, she's such a nurse. And pra- he doesn't want her there. Right. Yeah. But how she's like she's talking to an Iraq war vet. She's like, well, I understand. I I have PTSD because you know I'm a trauma nurse in the ER. I'm like. But you're going to compare your experience mm-hmm. to being blown up and shelled mm-hmm. in Iraq. And I'm just like, oh, you're douchey and I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm having a hard time. The first two I could get through this third season, I literally was watching like the second. I think I'm on the second episode. I'm like, mm. Yes, I'm already like yeah. that now. Yeah. She's pretty. I guess. I can't decide how I feel about the love interest guy. He's got cute dimples, but I'm kind of like, mm. I like him. I don't know if he's my type. Is what I'm trying to, I like, I, I sometimes like, oh, he's really cute. And other times I'm like, oh, no, he's not for me. Yeah. So, and the guy, so Brian and I, we, we sit there with like trying to figure out who all the characters are. The doctor is the guy from Animal House. Oh, yeah. He's been in a million things. Yeah. I yeah. love him, though. 
<laughs> I love him. And I thought it was Meryl Streep when I was watching the previews, but who's the mayor? Who? What has she been in? She's been in a million things. She's been in things too, but I think she's like a B-list. Do you, anyway. Do you make Brian watch it? Well, no, we were just trying to figure out what... It, he. <laughs> both of us have stopped. I moved on to Dr. Death, and now I'm just irritated because he's... He's just driving me crazy. He's driving me crazy. Okay, so that's our bonus episode, which a little tangent on Netflix at the end. Sorry. But it had to do with the reason I brought up Virgin River is because she's this nurse practitioner. And again, I just think they make us look stupid. I know. She irritates me. I know. You know, I don't know. Anyway. I know. I don't know if I'm going to finish season one of Virgin River. I can tell you that. It's not the best. It's just something It's to entertaining. Watch. It's, like, it's no. entertaining. That's all it was. No. But I might have to move on to Betty Broderick. It's so good. I so love her. She's good. so nuts. And this she was so nuts. This one, the the whatever it's called one, the new one. So good. They did such a good job. Does he play Christian, Christian Slater, Slater plays the husband. the husband? It's so good. Oh but she I remember that in real time. Mike's watching, he's like, this is real. I'm like, yes, this oh, is yeah. really you don't remember her? Look he at has any no interview with her. She is nuts. They did a Meredith Baxter Bernie yes. show with awesome her. Movie. Awesome. But the, I remember this happening and my mother being like, good for her. Good for her. And then you really started hearing about Be- Betty Broderick and you're like, oh, she's crazy. But if you watch this, you sympathize with her. Oh, you do? I think yeah. you still sympathize with yeah. her because he left her high and No, dry. it's not even that. He fucked with her. Yeah. He made her crazy. It yeah, was. I agree. It was like. I mean, she went nuts. Yeah. You know who I felt bad for? With the kids. Yeah. Because she used them as well. Like, her craziness went on to the kids. Like, dumping them off at his house and stuff. Trying to make him pay, but she used her kids to do it. Yeah. I think you need to watch this movie because it, even with that point, like, when she brings the kids there, he wasn't seeing them. He wasn't giving her money. He wasn't doing it. And she said, you know what? You take care of the kids for a little while. Because he hadn't been doing anything. And then he was like great and and said but see, I she neglected no i, I know but I, it was it wasn't really like she's like i didn't want him to have i wanted him to see yes. it's not easy i need help and i need money and i need you to do yeah. something and you're not doing anything and you know it was like i mean i could did they get into the voicemails that she did? oh yeah yeah oh yeah she left some nasty yeah. shit on him mm-hmm. anyway we're really going off right way here. off way off all right well. probably cut the whole half of last <laughs> okay <time. laughs> We'll do a new podcast on Netflix episodes. <laughs> what are you watching now? With Scissors and Scrubs. <laughs> Who's douchey now? Listen, he was a doctor. We can talk about it. It's medical. See, it's remotely medical. That's right. He it's was. All That's right. right. Yeah. He did into medical practice law, didn't he? Yeah, he was a doctor. Then he went into medical Oh, see, we covered it. All comes all full set. circle. All set. All right. Enjoy your summer. There's your bonus episode. Bye. Bye. Like, subscribe, rate, and review the Scissors and Scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at scissors and scrubs and email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissors and scrubs at gmail.com